0: Everybody, please welcome our guest for this evening. He needs no introduction.
1: Joe McGahn, how are you? Hello. Man? I'm pretty good, Dan. Thank you very much. Pretty good.
0: Yeah. How is it over there in, in Liverpool? I'm guessing is that where you are at the moment?
1: It is. I'm, I'm at home in Liverpool, yeah, um, and it's sunny. It's nice. It's nice spring day here. Uh, the garden's coming on. You know, sort of the flowers are just coming out. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's looking good. We, we've got um, apparently a mini heat wave coming here it won't be Ooh. the kind of heat you have having here but we we will be up to kind of they're they're saying about 30 30 degrees which for this time of year is is really hot for us for us
0: yeah a so, bit a bit, like so, bit like melbourne down here in australia just sort of yeah. always kind of raining eh? of, yeah
1: yeah that kind of thing yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> have you ever been down here before
1: i have yeah i've been yeah. to i've been down to brisbane and sydney i the last time was uh, uh, about 5 years ago for work? I, yeah, it was for work. I was going on, I was doing, um, uh, I was going on the cruise ships. I do I do kind of lectures and talks on the cruise ships. But also I uh, once there's, a, there's a, a friend of mine who moved there from here who wanted to produce some theatre shows. And so I took a few days to kind of go over and see them and, and talk to them and have a little kind of look around. It, it was the second time I've been. It's, it's, you know, it's a long way away, but beautiful place. Yeah. Beautiful place. I, I never kind of did the travelling thing there as, as 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 a lot of people my age. I, I always went to places where there were mountains.
0: Yeah, right. Well, yeah. you'd probably fit in, in in Perth. You haven't been to Perth, have you? In Western know. Australia. Because there's a lot of um British people there. They're sort of invading Some... that area.
1: Yeah, so i hear and, and listen who can blame them i mean everybody <laughs> honestly really it's it's a joke here at the moment it's i i, I thought I, when i was younger i'm i'm 64 this year i thought when i was younger by now i would be living i would probably even maybe thought of retiring outside of the country uh i've got big connections in india and nepal really i thought that i yeah i, I thought i'd probably end up there nepal because i as I mentioned just now, I mean, I, I I love walking, climbing in the in the mountains, uh, and yeah. I have done all my life. I mean, that's when I was a younger man. That's why I worked, you know, for plane tickets. Really, um, I it was, couldn't agree <laughs>
0: well, more. I'm the same. You know,
1: yeah, that's why I did it, you know. And, and so, I, whenever I could, I was I was away there. And also, I've got some friends who, uh, I mean, I've been going to India since the early '80s, uh, and I, I'm amazed at the way it's changed there. And I love the way it's changed. I love the way that. Um, you know, there, people have got more. You have, people have holidays now. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know that sounds like a weird thing, but you get there's a middle class that takes its family away to the coast, and and there's a different kind of structure. I'm, I'm not wishing like globalization on anybody, but in India, certainly, I've, I've watched friends become affluent and mm. place them to travel and be able to educate themselves and stuff uh, over there. So I, I like what's happened there. I've got very very dear family and friends in Goa and Kerala. So I thought I might end up over there, you know, but uh, just
0: so that's I'm, where the connections lie with family and that sort of thing, yeah. not business. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, not really, no. I mean, so I, I've, I've done, I've done a little bit of work in Nepal. I never, I never broke into Bollywood. I did get offered, a, <laughs> yeah, I did get offered a film down there, um, but I was, I was committed to do something else when I was down in I was in Goa, and and um, a very dear friend of mine, his family, are kind of the main set builders for the for the Bollywood film industry, and they were all down at this big wedding. One of the best parties I've ever been to, I have to say. <laughs> it was amazing, over about six days. Um, and mm-hmm. one of the guys there, a filmmaker, he said, "Would you come up to Mumbai and do a film?" And I said, "I'd really love to, but I've got to be home tomorrow. I've got to, I've, I've got work, you know." So you never know. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not too old for a crack at the title, you know.
0: Well, you mentioned <laughs> retiring, but you you strike me as a as a fellow that just will never retire because you love it so much.
1: It, it's, it's kind of, it's, yeah. It, it, I, 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 I figured, I think, um, from, from an early age, one of the things I love about my job is the fact that you don't ever have to retire as long as I'm not visibly dribbling or like kind of, I can still walk and I'm, I, you know, they'll, they'll wheel me out because I've got now nearly four, well, 40 years experience. Um, so th- there is that. And, You're right. There is something about this job, in all its forms, uh, which keep you going. I did a a theatre thing in the West End um, about five years ago now. Two of the cast were; they were both eighty-four years of age, and it was a Brecht. So it was, you know, it wasn't. uh, They weren't doing bit parts. Mm. I remember one of the cast said to them, "You know, how do you how do you keep so young?" And they both kind of turned around and said, "Well, it's this job, you fool." Because inside the theatre, so particularly in theatre, but, you know, sort of throughout the job, I mean, but particularly in theatre, the, the, there's no kind of hierarchy once you're in a rehearsal room. You are as old as or as young as or as experienced as everybody else. There's a kind of egalitarian way. You, you all have to get the show together. You all have to do these things together. Uh, it's a team game. And so I think it, keep, it keeps you young. I mean, I, I, I've been, since lockdown, uh, a friend of mine has opened a, a, a very, very good drama school here in Liverpool. Uh, drama, dance and fashion, would you believe? Uh, and I've been kind of, I've been working with the intensive, the people who are doing diplomas, I'm like so age 16 to 19, I've been working with them and getting so much from it. You know, sort of not so much teaching them to act, they can make those decisions themselves, but teaching them the other stuff around the job, like being able to research, being able to understand the broader, you know, uh, it's critical thinking about the, what the job requires, and, and and being able to kind of break things down rather than just think me, 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 which this generation does. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do that. Mm. And I think, I've been getting so much from it. And I, and I can, I can understand what those guys said now about it just keeps you young. I mean, we're of once we're in the rehearsal room, we are. I mean, there's, I suppose, there's a hierarchy from the point of view of I will be directing, um, but if working in there as an actor, there's really no hierarchy.
0: Do you find yourself as a mentor to those young um, drama students?
1: Um, I suppose I am in a way, but I don't set out to be so. If that makes sense, mm. you know. I mean, I, I would rather be. Uh, I'm a colleague. I, I view it as a colleague. I mean, sort of. If we, I've worked with people who are younger than that, being both being paid, you know, on a job, yeah, I've worked with yeah, people who are younger than that. So I view them as colleagues. Really, that's the way that I try to get it across to them because. You know, reasonably speaking, we could be working together professionally next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For any random reasons. And so I, I treat them as colleagues rather than mentor. And I suppose in the workplace, in any workplace, you have people who are more experienced and less experienced. I remember when I was the youngest. And now I'm, you know, not not always the oldest, but up there,
0: you know. But it's it's not possible for someone younger than you to have more experience than you in this industry is it or is that possible
1: i think so yeah i mean it depends on the genres there are there are people who who are younger than me who've done 50 60 films mm. they would be experienced in that put them in a theater i would probably wipe the floor with them just because that, that's where you put them in a the theater or maybe even on television i you know if you want to want to play it like that so i think Depends on the feel, you reckon? Yeah, I mean, yeah. miles on the clock, I suppose, you know, it would be very difficult for that kind of a younger person. But in terms of experience, the the, the job uh, and it, and all its different facets come with slightly different skills.
0: Now, yeah. you're an older brother to four, right? Or you're yeah. the fourth of, of, yeah.
1: What was no, that? And, are there, and, there are, and there are three brothers and a sister below me. Yeah. And I believe a lot of them are in the business as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Absolute lack of imagination. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, my three brothers are all, are, are all actors. Paul, the next brother down from me, uh, is very well known. He was at the eighth Doctor, Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Well, um,
0: they're just like Elden Ring fans, Doctor Who fans. They yeah,
1: the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, the next brother down, Mark, is very, very, very well known. He played John Lennon. Uh, and in, in a, a big CBS love story, he's known kind of worldwide for that, as well as many, many other things. For, me, for my money, the best actor in the family. And then my younger brother, Stephen, is currently Dr. Turner in Call The Midwife, which is like a worldwide phenomenon. So uh, you've all you turned
0: the... out to be successful. Like... Yeah,
1: I, yeah <laughs> I think so. I, yeah, I, more, I don't know whether, I'm more by luck than good judgment, and I'm, that's not a false modesty. Uh, it's just, I think, a great deal to do with the time that we came into the industry um, in the 70s in Liverpool, 60s and 70s in Liverpool, I mean, sort of the kind of hangover from the cultural kind of effect of the Beatles, or, or, or some people say, but at that time also in, 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 the, in, culture, in, the, in, in the culture here, uh, the working class were getting some kind of credence. You'd had the kitchen sink dramas. You'd had the, this kind of thing. And so they were looking for more authentic voices. Uh, we were, we are inner city kids. We, uh, you know, got grammar school educations. We all won scholarships and, and stuff like that. But we were, it was a time in, in, in Liverpool then where, I mean, none of my mates ever took the Mickey. You'd be you'd be playing football with some mates. You'd be, you know, we'd be at, at the boxing club with other mates. They would never take the Mickey if you said you wanted to go to the theatre and be the actor or or mm, be a musician.
0: They were supportive.
1: Culture in that in this city wasn't like that. It, some other cleverer people than me have said it's because there's a, a predominantly immigrant culture here. Whether it be the Irish influx from the potato famine, most people in Liverpool have an Irish name if not Irish, Chinese, we've got a huge Chinese population and then West, West African, West Indian. So what you have, uh, it, where there are lots of displaced people is this kind of ambition and, or it's, it's just a kind of, it, it doesn't have to be a targeted ambition. It's just do better than we did. Well, yeah. I, so I, I, getting, it's an encouraging thing. You know,
0: I was watching an interview of you and you said this was years ago and, mm. and you said you, you didn't feel like you had any limit to your ambition. know sort of
1: no absolutely Uh, then it it, it seemed that everything i mean sort of bear in mind as well this was this you know the the 60s and 70s it was a boom time Mm. it seemed like anything was possible yeah i mean you learn later that that that, not quite the case yeah well you temper that idea but looking back still i mean i can understand why not just i i I felt like that but lots of people did The, the many things that that changed and liberated i mean i'm a boomer that was kind of probably boom, peak boomer, wasn't it? You know, the 70s, everyone was, getting, everyone was getting free education, you know, sort of like kind of, there were, there were plenty of jobs. There were people like me, like kind of, there was the social mobility of somebody like me from the working class being able to get into the theater, get into these jobs, which mm-hmm. are traditionally middle-class. And I've gone back to being that way. If you look at all the kind of actors now, they're all Etonians or Herobians. It's and, and rather in those places have become like finishing schools. They're, they're like you know, for for, for for posh people for you know who can't can't get into the city, so they go into acting. Um, you know, it, to an extent, you know. So sort i of, some of these are my friends, some I you know, um, so you're allowed to say. I'm
0: allowed to say, it,
1: yeah, you know, sort of whatever. I'm too long in the tooth now not to say <laughs> these 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 are facts. You, you yeah. know, and, and I like anything, history, it's it's cyclical. History is cyclical, it'll come back, you know, sort of some sometime within the next 15-20 years, there'll be another. You know, there'll be another breakthrough and they'll want the authentic kind of working class or whatever, you know, they'll it's it, it, more a shift, don't they, all the time.
0: So how do you feel to be the best actor of the brothers and the best looking? How does that feel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laying claim to either of those. Either way. People used to say to me, you know, sort of, well, you know, because you're the eldest, were you the first? And I'm saying I'm not taking responsibility for those those people. <laughs> You would have to understand it again, not to put in all seriousness, it was these were the time was so kind of it was so possible, things were so possible that you know I left I left home and Liverpool very early on. I mean, combination wanting to be an actor and also kind of falling into the music business. I had a, a little bit of a music career as well. Um but behind me, you know, sort of Mark um and, and Stephen both went to the the Everyman Youth Theatre, which is where I started out, but they were there at the same time as other fine actors like David Morrissey and Ian Hart. uh, These are household names now. These are a guy from The the Waking Dead and Ian Hart is in the Harry Potter movies. You know, we we were all from the same streets. We were all from the same place. And so there were all all of this kind of surge going on. So they had their own way of making it. It it wasn't anything I did. Mm. You know, sort of other people maybe a year ahead or two ahead of me, maybe they did bust a hole in the ceiling and, and and left a ladder for us to come through. Like I said, that hole is all but closed now, again. But there we are.
0: You know. Do you think it'll open up in the future?
1: I, I think it's only only from the point of view, you know, it's like you, you get to an age where you realise history is cyclical. You know, if you stand still, I mean, if you come back into fashion, do you know mm, what I mean? The kind of history mm. catches up to you, you know, sort of the, the music you like comes back into the fashion. It's... We go around. There's, there's nothing new under the sun, as many people have said. So yeah, it will come back. The, the, the stories we want changed. At the moment, everybody's fascinated by posh people, aren't they? In terms of the international kind of thing, or, or certainly the output that comes from this country. What they want is Bridgerton, and what they want is what's it called down, Downton Abbey. What that—that's what they see. It, it's all in English, you know, British people. That's what they are. We are. We're all related to the Queen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what you mean. Well, you know, so it, yeah. it, times change, but I think I think the the fact that this these little islands here still kind of punch above their weight in in the industries. I mean, the, the films like you know places like Pinewood and stuff, the film industry here, the acting profession here, still kind of uh, provides more than its fair share, if you like. It punches above its weight in terms of like kind of globally and long may that last you know like i say cuz there's there's always time for a crack at the title
0: so talk to me cuz with a voice like that i'm i'm shocked that you haven't done more video games or, or voice work that i've heard anyway i'm sure you have but tell me how yeah, how, how like how you got into that is this a new thing for you or is it
1: um certainly the game side i tried to get i actually tried to get into it because i you know sort of hearing a, f- a few friends of mine i got a, a, a a guy who came up to the, the Liverpool game last week, he's a Tottenham supporter. He, he, he's in equity the union. He's he's in char- he's in charge of kind of the voice side of it, mm. and we're, we're all friends. And so I knew things were happening. It, it, that I also know that now one of the things they've done because video games, while you know with with the huge budgets that they had, these, these games mm. the huge budgets they had, they weren't paying very well. And it's a lot of work. They really weren't paying very well, as far as people were going a couple of years ago. I'm not saying I I, I got any of this, but it was exploitative. And so the unions oh, even saying,
0: only recently.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. and the unions, the union have only just agreed different fees, right? You know, sort of like kind of which which or different deals, which are kind of putting this back in place. Um, I suppose one of the reasons I I, I mean, over the years I've I've done the voices for. You know little bits and pieces going back to Cosgrove hall days like this has gone back to the 90s I, I did a I did the voice for the lead character in a Terry Pratchett thing um uh called truckers uh, which wasn't terribly well received I mean a few years later it might might well have done but yeah I had done an interview on the radio uh about an, a, a BBC drama series that I, that I was doing and and uh, Lee Cosgrove from Cosgrove Hall the the, the animators uh Got in touch with my agents and just said, I've, "I've just heard Joe McGann on the radio. I, he's the voice of my hero." That was the first yeah. time I'd ever, I'd ever considered, you know, that I had a commodity, as it were, or, or that, that could be a string to the bow. I was doing well in the theatre. I was, doing, I, you know, like I said, a bit of a music thing. I, I still do the occasional musical. I still do those kind of things, but because I was so busy in the theatre, and because most of the time theatre work involves touring. It's, you
0: can't, can't do tv you know, or film
1: you got no and you can't do voice work because you know they, they, oh, they, they right. right you, know, you right you know, tv and film are slightly different you can kind of schedule around but but voice work the voice work
0: okay right
1: want to either be in one place for a certain amount of time but over the years i mean i do you know i between me and my brother paul <laughs> we, there's a, we have a fair output in terms of uh, you know, doing like voices for documentaries, um, for oh, yeah. documentaries and things like that. They, they're they're good. I've got currently, I've got I'm the voice on two or three regular TV ads. So you know, oh, so I, you are I,
0: doing you you're doing. They, yeah.
1: they, they are out there, yeah. But yeah. but I until I, I I tipped my hat at this, and I my my agents would, would, would back me up. Where I just said, look, a lot of these video games. I mean, I I'm, I'm not a huge player myself. You know, I, I remember playing Doom years ago and like kind of getting way into that. But since then, I'm a kind of dilettante. I watch I watch other people do it. But a lot of my friends uh, are, are in, into these things. And I, was, and I was thinking and I was hearing more and more of actor friends kind of getting these jobs and thought, that sounds like fun. Mm. You know, inventing somebody like, or, or doing it like, because it takes, what, one, two, I suppose, working days, about six or seven working days in total to do something like Gideon Ofnir you know, so you and that's eight hour days. So you're in in these studios, but you're inventing characters and with your voice. And if you've got a good director and you've got a good relationship with the people that are around you, it's every bit as exciting as, as inventing a new character for a, a visual character. It's the same job is, is, is what I believe. Mm. Uh, and I think, that's, I think that's what got me this gig because my voiceover agent told me about the Elden Rings going on. I said, no, I've heard of that. And like, I know all my mates are dying to see this. And there was a casting. I went up for something else. I went in for casting for, like, just to do, I think, a, like a gang of different voices, you know, incidentally. Oh, like, oh, right. right, yeah. They, they sent me down uh, to this. There's a lovely uh, production company called Liquid Violet who, who did the, this. The great
0: things on this show about them.
1: They are. They're delightful, absolutely delightful. And I walked into, I walked into their offices and um, kind of, I think it was a kind of audition tape. Really, the kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And and I said, yeah, absolutely. I find to do. It. I'd love to do that. I'd, you know, I'd like to kind of break into these games. I ended up chatting with them and la la la. And I did, then thought no more of it. Didn't hear anything for a couple of weeks. And in fact, it was it was slightly longer than that. It was probably about a month or so that I didn't hear. Anything, so does
0: that mean you think it's gone after? Yeah, a yeah that's the way Yeah, you,
1: that's the way you have to think. You yeah. can't just be done. You know, that's the way you have to think. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Once you do it, let it go because otherwise you drive yourself mad.
0: That's what I tell my brother because he's trying to be an actor as well. He's, he's in the You've got to let it go. Mm-hmm.
1: You really have. Give mm. it out there. Give it your best shot and then there's nothing you can do from that point. Wishing won't help. Nothing will help. Praying. <laughs> nothing. You just believe it. Yeah. You just, you know, yep. you really have. And then lo and behold, a few weeks comes back and and, and Alex, the, the director, kind of gets back in touch with my agents and says, because I think... I think I'm right to say that they had done a little bit way down the line with some, an actor or, or a, a, a characterization that wasn't working. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I'd given him something in, during this audition, uh, which I didn't know then was going to be Gideon near, but he really liked it. Wow. And he kind of came back and said do you, to me, and I went back to, to Liquid Violet and he said, do you remember that? I said, yeah. He said, do you mind if we try it with this? I said, not at all. And that's that's how that's how we did it. And we kind of—he was very very good. Sometimes you get good direction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's absolutely wishy-washy. And he was very very good. And not only that, it, it, it was a strange situation because remember we're in lockdown as well, so I'm not talking to anybody outside. Everything's being disinfected, and also I'm on video link to the director who's not in the studio. I can see the engineer. Max, who's in there, who's, who's excellent, you know, sort of in there. And then we've got two people from Japan, um, the, the director and his assistants. Miyazaki? Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then we've got a, 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 a Japanese English translator if they want to do things. And Hell of a process, wants- isn't it? <laughs> yeah, all that. and so uh. you, it's like if, <laughs> I've been in theatres with smaller audiences. You know, <laughs> and, 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 and that's so not, a, you're, that's you're, not a joke, is it? <laughs> I'm, telling you, I'm telling you, Tuesday night in lower stuff, no, you don't want to know. Um, <laughs> it, it, no, it, it's... And so you find it becomes a little bit performative. It becomes mm. a little bit, I, you know, I want to do this well and I want yeah. to get it right. And I, I've always had success in, in my career where I've admitted that I'm learning rather than admitted that I know it all. And so I made no bones to anyone. I said, look... I don't know what it is you require. I haven't got the experience to go. So, so please bear with me, explain it to me, explain it to me as clearly as you can, and I'll do it till we get it right. I said, I'm not, I haven't come with a preconceived idea about how I want, mm. I want you to receive it. I just want to get it right. And that seems to be getting well received, you know. Well, that's, and you learn.
0: you got to be honest, don't you? That's the best that's way true. to move forward, isn't it? Absolutely,
1: yeah. far too many people guff it out, don't they? You know, sort of thinking, oh yes, I know that. You know, the old trick about an actor: can you ride a horse? Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, I'll do this, that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Shout out, shout out to Hannah, by the way. She's the casting director at Liquid Vile. I don't know if you met her, but she does. Watch I did the show. actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, really, really, really good company to work with. Can't can't praise them highly enough. I was sad I couldn't make their party, as luck would have it. They had a party and, and I had another job. Oh, I yeah. yeah. So
0: first video game, how how does it all feel after those sessions? Are you are you proud of your work? Because I gotta say, maybe I am
1: actually. Yeah, I am. I'm proud of the whole thing because like I say, you know, going into it with learning in mind and also like talking to my own voiceover agents and talking to like other people. She, she kind of put me in touch with, like, kind of people inside the agency who knew about this, this field in this area. Uh, and I feel that I've, I've been learning, and, I, and I'm, I'm proud of it from a point of view of it's the first time I've had to kind of invent a whole character inside the game. I've done a few <clears throat> noises off and, like, kind of little bits and pieces here and there, you know, because I'm quick in, 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 the, in the booths. You know, I'm known as that. Um, but this was, this was a really, really good process, and it's kind of amusing, you know, I, I went round to see a friend of mine um, a few weeks ago now, and he was like, kind of, we're, we're doing a short film together. He's, he's he's writing a film and he he normally tra- he trains MMA fighters. Wow. Uh, so, uh, fitness, that's what, what he does. And what, one of them asks, as a, a friend, I'd, I'd come busting out of his bedroom at like four in the morning because he just got <laughs> to my voice on Elden Ring. And he's like, I've seen Joe, I've seen Joe, I've got Joe. And so they were in hysterics. And so that kind of thing's happening, you know. Um, and and like like you say, I mean, it's it's rather like the Whovians. I mean, who knew? You know, I'm getting I'm getting mail and getting things on Instagram and and, and that from yeah. a whole a whole new audience is one way to look at it. But you know, gamers, who knew? I've not I've not broken what, into it before.
0: What are they I'm, saying? I'm actually, by the way. What are they saying They just you?
1: love it. You know, they're just yeah. loving it. And, you know, they, they, they said Gideon often, some of them say things I don't understand, I have to say. I don't know. It. I don't recognise all the slang. Yeah. yeah. I just, and, and it's, you know, I, I don't think I'm supposed to at my age. Do you know Just I mean? palm but, them off to you know, me. <laughs> I, I will do. But I, I they, It's just being nice for the most part. Mm. Um, just being like, I'm kind of just in passing, really love your work in this. You know, and you think, wow. Mm. You, 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 one can be oblivious to all of this. But it's nice when you get positive feedback. Yeah, We mentioned before, and as your brother will know about it, you know, sort of this is a job where you have to become new to rejection. Mm. So it's kind of nice when you get the praise. It's kind of nice when you get unsolicited compliments. It kind of goes some way to balancing it.
0: Well, I was even looking at some old clips of yours from some of your classic TV shows. Mm. And the fandom goes so far that you look at the comments and it's, Sagittarian, in the comments of those, of those I mean, old school clips. I, know, you
1: know? I, know, I noticed it, and, and on Twitter, <laughs> you know, like kind of, yeah. It's just it's it's the strangest thing because I mean I think that people thought the the senior thing. A friend of mine, Sean Bean, people thought I was Sean Bean at one point. I did Bean hear that. I
0: heard someone say that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, who you know who I know. He, he was at Rod at the same time as my brother. Oh um, wow! Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's odd. It opens up a whole new kind of sphere. Also, I don't know whether you know, there's a kind of crossover coming in movies now where it kind of it, it had a kind of uh, a bit of a, an injection in, in, in lockdown. People are making movies more akin to the gaming or social media experience. What I mean is like mm. the platform crossing. So oh, you're yeah. seeing whole plots, whole plots taking place within a game or stuff. You know, look at the real world. I mean, I've got a friend who's who's divorced from his his wife, a very, very bad, very difficult divorce. He now has a life with his kid because they play games online. They mm. spend a long time. They spend much, all of his contact comes to this. And he loves it. I've watched him go from being really depressed about not being able to see his son to like actually cool with it. And he's become a pretty good gamer himself, actually. You know, oh, that's, you sort of,
0: that's good. Yeah.
1: So... What I'm saying is, it's crossing over in, 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 into the main well, no, or, or all of these all of these different streams are are coming to a confluence. Mm. And as, as I said before, you know, the, the best thing about the human experience, really, we're at our best human beings when we're learning. That's you know, it's when, when the learning curve is, is is perpendicular to the ground. That's when we all we all come online or run away. You know, I, I'm I'm a, I like to learn, and 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 where I'm learning, what I'm learning about this whole world at the moment is 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 making me happy. It's good. Mm. I want to
0: read out some fan comments to you. All right, that you might not have heard. Um, okay, we'll start off with Connor. He says, "Gideon was a grump and an ass, but I still kind of love him."
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was supposed to be. You know, what, imagine you know one of those old soldiers. This is what we me and the director talked about. One yeah. of those old soldiers, who you can't crack a smile out of, <laughs> but you, you respect anyway. Even when yeah. he says funny things, he says he says it with a scowl. You know, what I mean, it's, yeah. it's but it's miles on the clock, and eventually, yeah. when if you, you know, eventually those those people, when you kind of get past your own prejudices, you realise that they just haven't got time to be anything else other than straight. That's what the grumpiness is. They're not dressing it up, you know. I so that. I'll take that as a compliment. I'll oh, take that
0: yeah. As a compliment. Oh, these <laughs> are all compliments, by the way. Um, Beaumont, fair play to the voice actor. Sir Gideon has an amazing voice. Studio here says, Gideon's voice actor is one of the best I've ever heard. I could listen oh. to him all day. Such a soothing sound to his manner of speaking.
1: That's very kind, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, going to t- I'm going to send that one to my voiceover agent.
0: <laughs> yeah, please use all these. Uh, Hejura, wait. So you're telling me that Sir Gideon Offner went to the same university as me, and yet I'm not all knowing. Now that was on a university clip that you where
1: you were speaking. Um, I wasn't. From a couple I, of years I, ago. Uh, yeah, no, I was speaking at university. I got honorary degrees, but I never went to university. Oh well, there you go. I, I've got I've got two honorary degrees now, but um, over the years, no, I, I've done all my learning on the job, as it were. Like I say, you know, so I'm also died. I, I tried to go, I tried to do things a couple of times, going going back, or to open university and stuff, but yeah, never, never, just never had the time. My job always takes me away. One thing, yeah. you know, I book a holiday, I'll get a job and lose. the visit. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it's just the business you're in. Uh, Dzo. This voice acting is god tier. Um, Geno Scraps. Queen Marika has high hopes for us that we continue to struggle unto eternity. That is my favorite line from Gideon, and probably the best in the game. Do you remember doing that line? That was one. I do remember lines.
1: some of those lines. I, I, yeah. I, what, what was good in terms of the character development, if you will. You know, sort of, and of course you see, it, I mean, huge list of cues. It's how you see, it. you don't see a script, you see a huge list of cues of all kinds of different things. Mm. But they're linear for the most part. You know, you're not going back. So you, I knew that there would be a point, obviously it makes sense, doesn't it? Because you want the gamer, you want the gamer to kind of earn a reward. You want them to be making something. So you're developing a relationship. And, and like I say, the director, Alex, he was really, really good saying, well, look, you know, you're respecting this person a little bit more now. He would just, just be able to drop in really, really opposite, like little notes. He made it very easy, I've got to say, to kind of do, to do those things. You did know? he, he mention that,
0: that you were going to be um, sort of conniving in a way at all towards...? Oh, yeah we, yeah, yeah, we
1: spoke about that. We, we, we knew that, you, you know, you have to be able to kind of... It's about exposition. It's about letting yeah. out what, what what what, you know, what you are slowly, kind of reeling it out at your own race, rather than the game of being able to second guess.
0: Mm, I noticed that. There's just small little hints that you wouldn't pick up until you've already seen it, if you know what I mean.
1: Like, you know. Like,
0: yeah, like anything um, good. So what's Charlie Burrows in in Mm -hmm. Upper Hand versus Gideon? (laughs) Pretty
1: different (laughs) characters, aren't they? (laughs) They are. Well, Charlie is probably more of a fantasy character than... Than, than what? Gideon. What Well, really? yeah, because a man, a man who can do all of that housework, the perfect man. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> doesn't, he's more of a fa- he definitely is more of a fantasy. He, you know, that's the, uh, the, the whole idea. The whole idea of one hundred percent, absolutely, it's the perfect man. You know, it doesn't exist. You know, so <laughs> I can imagine somebody like Gideon Offenham more than I can imagine somebody like Charlie. <laughs> um, so.
0: What's something that surprised you about this voice acting gig? Was there something that 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 sort of just struck you, like, wow, I didn't know that that was how it goes, or anything of that nature?
1: Well, all of it in a way, like I say, because I admit to kind of you know trying kind to of push out all my pre- preconceived ideas. Yeah, um, I do hope that you know, sort of given the experience with Liquid Violet and with, and with the whole team on this, I hope I've not been spoiled you know, because this, this was a really, I mean, this, yeah. you know, this is a really, really good working atmosphere. They allowed, allowed us to be creative. They were understanding, you know, sort of all of these things. There was no hysterics around it. And, you know, the, the logistics, like I described earlier on, you know, talking in four different, five different countries at any one time. Mm. And yet it was easy. And I, I haven't been in anything involving production, for quite a long time, that was as as easy and as and as well thought out and as functional and, functional and as efficient as this was. So that's what was. Yeah, you know, it's not anybody who's been in production knows that you're always to an element flying by the seat of your pants. Always, you know, that's that's the very nature of it. You know, uh, with this, it never felt like that even for a second.
0: Wow! It was so incredible. just a well-oiled machine. Yeah.
1: unbelievably well thought out and well mm. done. And not only that, polite, decent people at every interface was good. You can't mm. often say that. You really can't.
0: And I hear that a lot about voice acting, especially in games, yeah. uh, especially recently. Yeah, just the people seem to be the standout. Maybe Absolutely. not even the process, just the people.
1: Yeah. I think it, it requires something. I've got, I've got friends, actors who I, I work with in the theatre, over the years, and we've stayed, stayed over the years, who've now become specialists in animation and stuff like that, you know, other people like that. And they've been telling me this here and there. They've been saying, oh, well, you know, it's, it becomes like a family. You know, mm-hmm. these guys who do, like, children's cartoons or the, the, the people who do, like, these games. or And they are like little families. And they look out for each other and, and they, can, they can kind of say, oh, so-and-so can't make it today, but I've, I've phoned so-and-so and they can do their bit now and, oh, OK. You know, mm. it's, it's all like that, and I, I, I wonder why it is, whether it's the fact that, you know, there's there's no... I, I heard a description about, like, kind of what a dressing room could be like, and when you get, like, kind of people... The clashing of cheekbones can be heard down the street, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, but because, yeah. we don't, we, because there's no visual aspect to it... Mm interesting i wonder so it's just a voice so you know it it could be coming from anything so the people in the room are less worried about what they're wearing what they're driving what it, perhaps it's that i don't know i, I think i hear been, that a
0: lot too it's a mind it's thing been, yeah it's been
1: my experience it's been my experience you know i i do a lot i do talking books as well and the way i went into kind of learning talking books you know oh, audio books audio books i went i went to the, the royal national institute for the blind in Camden Town, in London, mm. and they have they, they have this amazing suite of about twenty voiceover studios um, where you, where you can go in and you do all the books, obviously for the blind. But they 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 hire it out. But a way to learn it is you can go in there and they will pay you like a, a lower rate fee to just to read books for the blind, and so you learn about the process, about how still you have to be, about how sensitive the microphones are. Mm. But you have to be able to do a characterization, for instance, without waving your arms around. That's anathema to most, most actors. Including me. I had to learn to do it, you know. You have to learn to eat yeah. the right. Have, one, one of the strange things, you have to learn to eat at the right time. Because I lost a whole session once because my stomach was grumbling. Really? My mic was, and
0: the mic was wow. picking up. That's I bizarre.
1: Was sitting. We were trying to stop it. I, I had, I was clutching a pillow, all of this, but no, I, it, Wow, no I've problem. never heard
0: that before. That's crazy. Well, yeah, three, yeah. three
1: hour session went down the pan. Shit. Because it was my stuff all the time.
0: <laughs> well, so was these, it a these, good these, meal
1: though? <laughs> well, I'd well, missed one, hadn't I? I mean, I should, I, I missed my porridge, I think it was, you know, whatever it was. it was. It was the first thing in the morning. So, you know, you learn, you learn these, these different things, you know? It's, right.
0: It's, uh, oh, so you were hungry. Sorry. You'd missed a meal. I'd missed a meal. I'd missed a meal, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So there's all, and and, and inside there, again, I found, which can't be said about a lot of the rest of of my job, but I found people who are willing to share their knowledge, their time, their expertise, really just like that. Mm. And so, yeah, I think possibly thus far, my experience in the voice side of things is a much more, how can I put it, much less fraught yeah than on the other side than on the visual side.
0: So yeah. after after you say all that I'm guessing you're looking to do more of this work now.
1: Yeah I am I'm with, with my agents and, and I think there's a little bit of interest there's there's um there's another project going on which they're calling it the Amiga project at the moment. I don't think that's what it's going to end up as. Yeah. I think it's all a bit hush hush. But we've been doing like little tests for that little kind of little characterizations, little things for that. So um, you know, again, I was in the studio the other day. Half an hour, of the thing was was different noises of dying and different noises of sword fighting and things like this. So, who knew you could get so much variation? Listen, they pay me for it. I, you know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and and we'll see where that goes. Like I said, I'll push that to the back of my mind, and we'll see what it goes. But but I I now know that on my on my voiceover reel with, with my with my voiceover agent. Besides me, me having this. Kind of well, I'm known for having a a, a warm, kind of friendly, northern voice. Um, here, I've got, I've now got this other string to my bow. I've now got this, this, this. You know, what do they call it? USP. You know, which is, which is <laughs> yeah. You got nothing. a few.
0: Um, well, I know yeah. you've got a big range, but yeah, you're just strengthening yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, did and, and God, keep learning, keep going forward, keep the curiosity going. You know, it, it, it's the stuff that. Stuff that I, I, I'm I'm very lucky as an actor. I get to kind of, to an extent. I, I, in one way, I'm lucky. I've turned down two jobs this month, for instance. I mean, so I turned down you know jobs which are offers. I turned them down. I know I'm not making big of it. You know, other actors would kill for it. I know that I'm lucky. But the reason I turned them down was there's nothing in it for me. I know they're going to pay me, but I've done the kind of thing before that they were asking. I've done the. There's nothing nothing in it for me. And so did I really want to go away on tour or go away, you know, for three months away from where I am now, from the home and from, from my, my partner? And, and I thought, nah. Were I a single man and I didn't have a nice place to be, then I might've taken those shows. Yeah. You know, But I'm, I'm lucky that, yeah. and, and, and I'm still learning. And so this, this, you know, I'm actually, we're in the just about to start having some renovations done to, to the house where, where we are at the moment. Uh, and I'm putting a little room in for my own studio at home. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to be a plump for that, you know, so, so that will bring, bring more work in. Oh. You know, so, so,
0: I can only you imagine know. the work you're going to get because, look, I'm not, I'm not just saying it because you're here. I, I truly believe you, you put on the best performance in Elden Ring and I'm not the oh. only one that thinks yeah. that. So I just want to say that to you as well, mate. I think it was really just perfect, really.
1: Thank you, Dan. No. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm proud of it. You know, sort of, mm-hmm. I'm proud of how it's, I'm proud of how it comes together. I'm proud to be part of a process. It's like I said before, this is a team game. You know, and all those people from different countries, having little kind of huddles over one word, or one attitude, one kind of one take, one performance. And so it's, you know, it's not, not, it wasn't just my decisions. It was like kind of, I, 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 the actor's job is to pull all the ideas together and do something that kind of fits in with, with, with what, what they desire. But they were all so clear and they were so driven. And, and like I said, I was impressed by the, the level of organisation and exchange of information without, seemingly, without there being any kind of row. Yeah. Without any, any kind of diff- any difficulty that was there, they would ca- okay. They'd put some put that aside to one person. Uh, we, we would carry on with the job in in, in the manner and come back to it later. Beautiful. Just
0: quickly, how how did I know you? You know the voice is similar to yours, but how did you find that tone and that voice of Gideon? Was there anything you had to do, or did it just come
1: naturally in that audition? Um, what I, I asked with with, with the director. I, I said, well, you know, because I've got quite—it's quite, it's quite a, a big voice, man, and it's and it's big, and it's and it's, you know, it, it's a chest voice yeah. rather than a mm-hmm. diaphragm voice. It's so it, it's all here, and so what anyone who's like worked with microphones or work or worked with, with audio knows that what what it's best to have is like a lot of power in reserve, but you don't use it. You're not using volume. What you're using is what you want people to hear the range without. Actually, being affronted by. It. So, what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, we, we decided that he would have this kind of theatrical notion to his voice, and all of, mm, all, all of that kind of thing. But we would be near the mic so that I could do it quietly, so that it wasn't like uh, right. So, so, that's what we did. So, and most, most of what I'm doing is the microphone is like really, really close. I'm standing. Really, right? I'm standing and 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 we're going slightly to the side so we don't pop slightly to the side of the mic so and that's what gives you that and because you're hearing all of the chest as well I think that's yeah, what,
0: it's fascinating that's what
1: gives you that kind of that's what gives you that kind of intimacy if mm. it feels like it's around us so that that was an interesting find and that that was more to do with like i say being encouraged by by the director you know uh who Must have been dealing with. Think of all the people he was dealing with. He was having to be at home, isolated, and going in. And again, you know, kudos to them all. It really was a good experience.
0: So we we are going to see you in more games, hopefully, right?
1: Most definitely, most definitely. I I shall sack my agents if we don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, quickly, I did want to ask you because I know you you love Mm. your theatre, love all that. Mm. Talk Mm. to me about um, one particular play, the Elf play. What was that like?
1: Oh. <laughs> you know what? I got, the, I got the loveliest, loveliest note from the, the producer of that the other day. Um, we did a TV special, a Channel 5 special. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I always loved the Elf story. Um, oh, yeah. that, that job, that little job and, and all of the people in it. We did it over three years. Uh, one, two, three, no, four, three yeah, Three years. He tried it out in Dublin. Uh, then we did a record breaking run in the West End of London. And then we went up and did it in a huge theatre up in the north here, Manchester. Yep. He kept the same people on all the time, or the two, Michael Rosen and David Morgan. They kept the, all the same people, all the same company. Everybody worked really hard. Every, it was, it was, again, it was one of those situations where th- there was no hierarchies, there was nothing. I got the, one of the nicest notes I've ever had from a producer, in fact, probably the nicest. Wow. he my, Michael this was just three four days ago he said he'd finally oh. like he fi- he finally watched the elf the TV special and then he went on to be really comp- complimentary about me you know which I won't do because it'd be embarrassing but it was just the loveliest loveliest letter and testament to again you know all, all of the, every single member of the chorus, every single member who, who was on that team it, it was just a bonding exercise. It's a joy. I don't know whether if you get a chance to see the musical, do because I loved the film. People are ambivalent about musicals, and you know sometimes sometimes you think, oh, I hope they don't ruin it. But what they did with with Elf musical is they kind of went back to like an old fashioned Broadway jazz swing Ah, score, nice, yeah, and it is sensational. And the production values were superb. Yeah, right. Wine pictures online. It was an absolute joy. Funny little thing, Uh, just in Manchester, just as we were coming towards the end of the the last run, um, I get a call from my agent. um, Can you go meet Sting? I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. Tell me the story. Can you go meet Sting? And I said, Well, when does he want to meet? And he said, Nine o'clock tomorrow morning. I said, Look, with respect, I've got two shows of Elf. And I said, And to get (laughs) from where I need to meet him. I said, Can't, you know, well, he's going to be in Manchester only for that day. So, well, if this is nine o'clock in the morning, surely he's he's coming into Manchester the night before, and and I said, so you know, can't we meet then? Kind of thing. I said, I come. It was about a, a, a job that I'd already done, the, like the singing audition for. It was about his called the the last ship, which Sting. It's very close to Sting's heart, and it's his music and all of this. And, ah, right. And, and so anyway, so I I I got back and, and, and I said I said this to my mate. He said, what well, you just turned Sting down, in it. and I went, well. <laughs> So I said, didn't turn him down. I said, I, I, if he's any kind of professional, he'll, he'll understand that I don't want to jeopardize what we, we're all doing here by going there. Yeah. And ah, maybe fair enough. In. Yeah, of course. You know,
0: can't be selfish. Edel, yeah.
1: Anyway, anyway, he, he so he calls back and says, "Oh yeah, I'll pop in to see the show." Elf. Oh, 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 bit more pressure <laughs> so than I know. I casually, casually, casually dropped it into so like backstage. Ah, just, yeah. The stings coming to the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then it happens. So the, he's, he 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 gets into the airport, and he, he's arrived for the last forty-five minutes of the show. You know, so that's pretty much the second half of the show. And uh, then we're getting the reports because the, the spies and yeah, stings in stings. In. Oh, I told you he was coming and stuff. You know? <laughs> anyway, in my dressing room, i I'd, I'd sadly not here. You you would have met her otherwise. She died just recently. I have a little dachshund called Minnie. who was everywhere with me. So in my dressing room, there's me and Minnie. Um, Come off stage, and then the the tannoy goes. Yeah, visitors for you, Mr. McGann. You know, so Sting comes in, and the producer, and another guy with a guitar. Into the dressing room, and of course, I've left the door open a little crack, and like (laughs) (laughs) all of the cast are walking past really (laughs) slowly. (laughs) See who's there. It was one of of those odd experiences because, like I say, you know, jazz, jazz swing, and what what we were doing with Sting is like kind of a hybrid folk thing fantastic music fantastic music and uh so in my dressing room afterwards he, he auditioned me sting gets his guitar out i thought this other guy was the guitarist that and I was crazy it. and, and it's sting and 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 uh, you know i'm still in if you see the you're <laughs> not
0: in the outfit are you, <laughs> you the, I'm are still you in the really
1: absolutely <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's all sparkle jolly twinkle junior it's fantastic here. <laughs> And 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 anyway, I, I, I get the job as well. You know, so yeah. I ended up doing, doing that job with Sting. And uh, so
0: was, was he the hilarious. producer
1: or something on that? Was he? He was. The, he was. He wrote all the music. He was one of the. Co- he was a kind of co-producer, but it was his baby. Yeah. Right. Um, very much his baby. It it, yeah. it 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 had. They tried out a, a version of the show on Broadway, uh, and it hadn't worked. And so they, were, they wanted to kind of redo it. I mean, obviously the music was the same, but they wanted to kind of restage it, absolutely do, do a different story. And so they came to me to, to play the part of this part of Jackie White, you know, um, which I love doing. And some of the best music I've ever heard on stage. I mean, 18, 20 voices, like choral arrangements, which were just terrible ah, for. Yeah. And, and also, uh, they, they pulled in a, a, a visual effects company. Which made the set incredible, like projected yeah. videos. There was something like thirty-four, of, between thirty-four and forty video cameras. So we were able to do things like change the perspective of the audience. So one minute you'd be looking at the top of the, the shipyard walls, and then they would video it like that. So you'd, the perspective would be where you'd be looking over the wall. Oh That's wow! Just the, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the launch of a ship took place. Oh really? Yeah. So it was it was wow. it was. A great pleasure, a great pleasure to be involved with that and, and you know, got to, to tour and Sting with Sing as well. Sing with Sting, right?
0: not and, bad. I was listening yeah, to him the other day. He's a he's a has a magical voice, doesn't he? That's for sure.
1: He still, it still does, and it's still the same yeah. voice. And oh, he's yeah, still, he's still the same man. He's still like kind of you know, he's 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 infected with music, you know, yeah. like people like. This. He's got the funk, you know. He's just absolutely, it's, in, it's everything that he does. Yeah. Uh, but he was really generous. You know, when we were in rehearsals, we had like kind of about five weeks of rehearsals because, it was, like I say, complicated stuff. But he would change the arrangements of whole, whole songs to make people's performances better, to highlight it better. And he was there every single day of rehearsal. Really? You know, now, wow. Oh God. And, and in, in the corner doing his like Financial Times crossword or... Or coming, or coming in and, and yeah. standing on the floor and doing it with you, you know, sort of like kind of saying this, sort of, and and like I say, not scared to go. Mm, that doesn't work. Go home, him and him and him and his, his musical partner, and like kind of they change it, bring it back to you the next day. Mm. You know, that's that's that. There's a lesson there, isn't there? You know, you, you never get too complacent.
0: Wow, amazing. So, are there yeah. any upcoming projects you can or want to plug, Joe?
1: Um, I, I, I just landed an interesting one which, which looks like it's going to be fun. Um, I, I don't know that much about it. I know what I'm doing in it. Yep. Uh, it's called Chaos, K A O S.
0: It's
1: a kind of retelling of like the, Greek, the myths of all the Greek gods and stuff like that, but in a very modern way. Is this a TV what,
0: show? It's Netflix. Netflix? It's, it's,
1: yeah, Netflix. Um, wow. Yeah, big, se- big series for them um well, I'm congrats. Four. Thank you. I'm playing uh Polyphemus, um the guardian of the underworld. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. That sounds um, terrifying. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up on it looks like I'm really excited about it. It looks like it's going to be a great project. I mean I, I was I was told 2 days ago that that you know it's uh, I've been offered it and I know so we're still doing the deal but uh, yeah. Look online. It's already people are looking forward to at the end of the wow. the, the, the same we did the end of the fucking world and 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 uh, a couple of other really good things and um yeah, it's it's it just looks like a really interesting project. It's 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 modern, it's fun, modern it's twist
0: every, on Greek and Roman mythology.
1: Yeah, all yeah. of that and like how we live now and how 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 different it would be where those kind of how see, how much of our, how many of our old morals and 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 how problematic they are, right, are, are to do with, we haven't re-examined all of these myths yet, have we? Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're like, yep. You know, uh, uh, and also, bear again, bear in mind that all our notions of democracy, of theatre, of course, yep. of rhetoric, are all from that time. They're mm-hmm. all centered in the same place around the same time, in Greece. So the whole thing, the whole way we look at things, the whole way we speak about things, and this promises to kind of Well, tear the lid off this, certainly. I mean, it's absolutely irreverent. I promise you that.
0: Shooting in
1: London? London and Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think the dates are July to December.
0: Shit, you're going to be busy in those few months.
1: From your mouth to God's lips. God's ears are out (laughs) there.
0: Now, um, before I let you go, uh, we can find you on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, I notice you have gone off Twitter a few times and then come back on. What makes you come back? That's what, what I. Makes know. Is, <laughs> what
1: makes me come back is is just because I think that. um Well, because it's it's interesting as as a, as a study, there 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 are people. I don't. I haven't done Facebook for a long time, and yeah. for a little while there was a lag. Generally, and people in the business, and this shouldn't be. I wasn't hearing about things because I wasn't on Facebook.
0: Wow! Yeah, people
1: presume you're on there, or people yeah. presume, and it's similar to Twitter. I feel that I have to kind of plug in every now and then because otherwise, just to
0: see what's going on, yeah,
1: just to see what the conversation is, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't like I, when when people dispatch It's not a place to debate, sadly. I I, lo- I love the idea. Of it. I was an early, you know, I, I took it up, took it up early. And I thought, oh great, you know, an open forum. We were just talking about the Greeks and all of that. You know, that's I, I, I love the idea of classical debate. I, I love the idea that, you know, you and I could be absolutely, you know, vehemently opposed on certain things, but it's absolutely, get along and, yeah. yeah, that's it's got to be like that, hasn't hasn't it? It's sort of but a we, lost we,
0: art in a way, isn't it?
1: <clears throat> well, and and if you if you read. Books like The Madness of Crowds uh, or or anything of Jonathan Heights, you know, they're they're putting up firmly, the decline, certainly since 2008, firmly in the ballpark of of social media. And you can see why. You know, the the way that people will speak to each other online is now creeping out into the streets. You know, and and it, it seems to be enough just to kind of offer an insult or offer your point of view. And, yeah, well, that's what I think. And that's going to get us nowhere. I mean, that's like, the, that's the end of discourse. It's the end of understanding. It's the end of theater. It's the end of acting, isn't it? Because everyone, you know what I mean? It's like, unless it's, unless it's propaganda, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I so I, I'm very much, I, you know, the, the old, the old adage, you know, um, I don't like that you think that, but I defend, I defend you till the end, you know, your right to, your right to say it. I am very much in favor of free speech, but free speech that people can can debate, that people can back up, they can give reasons. And also, pe- people who say these things have to recognise that other people have equal and sometimes opposite right, or opposite opinions, and have every right to say those too. In that world, Twitter would be great. In that world, it- it's fine. Insta is much less, you know, Insta is how I keep in touch with my daughters and my friends. Yeah. Uh, all of the cast of Elf, for instance, are, are on my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and stuff like that my, my, my close friends are in there i don't i don't go out to sign many people that i don't know most of the people on my twitter feed are people i've worked with yeah yeah on, on my pardon on my uh instagram. on your instagram yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah so we can follow is it just joe mcgann jo, it's
1: joseph uh, yeah joseph or joe mcgann and yeah I'm, I'm i think i'm verified on both aren't I? Yeah. yeah yeah so look for the tick
0: yeah. and you should yeah. be able yeah. to follow him guys uh, is there anything you wanted to say to the Elden Ring fans? Because I know that they've been very happy to hear from you in the last hour. Uh,
1: listen, I, I, it's been an education and it's been an honour, and and I'm I'm very flattered and very encouraged, uh, which is a lovely feeling, you know, sort of by 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 the feedback. Um, so thank you, thank you all, and you know, let's let's hope I can kind of get to make some other characters for you too.
0: Let's hope you come back on this show for another big. Uh... Big game, Joe. Absolutely. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you on, Joe. Before I let you go, is there anything Gideon Offner can say to Dan, to
1: myself? Um, well, I don't know. I hadn't thought of this. You caught me on the hop. <laughs> I suppose I've
0: caught you off guard.
1: You have slightly. But there's, there's a lovely line I can't remember. Are you as are you as absolutely foolish as you appear? <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> I, I can't remember what it is. I can find you one, one if you want. Hold on. Go on.
0: Yeah. I've got. I'll get you one. Foolish as you appear. Okay. Hold on. Let me find
1: this for you. <laughs> I utterly. It, it was a great. Put, there was a great put down in the Foolish as you appear. Um. Or perhaps it was one of the ones that didn't make it. I was looking. I was looking off a script. No, I don't think it, I don't think it made that this one. There's um, mm. oh, this might might be one of the ones that was changed in the studio. Now, now you mentioned it, it probably was because I get sent, I get sent things before and then in the Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to find your final words, because uh, <clears throat> they're the the ones just after I killed you. Spoilers. I'm right. trying to see what you said. Uh, where is it? Uh, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I commend your spirit, but alas, none shall take the throne. Here we go. A tarnish yeah. cannot become a lord, not even you. A man cannot kill a god.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> A tarnish cannot become a lord. Even you, a man, cannot kill a god.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, thanks for indulging me there. <clears throat> I appreciate it. it um, pleasure. It It's uh, a
1: real pleasure, man. Take it No, easy. it
0: really has been a pleasure, mate. Have a great day. Take care. I'll try my very best. Follow this See man, you. guys.